Okay. Hi. So we're so glad you guys are here tonight. I'm, I'm so, so thankful. Um, we've been praying for all of you that have come through this door tonight. I know the Lord has you to be here and um, just know you've been prayed for. And tonight, um, all of the scripture I'm going to cover is on a piece of paper for you guys to take home. So let's pray. <clears throat> Lord, I just, I just ask that you would prepare our hearts just for what you have for us tonight, God. And I thank you that you are a good and faithful God. And I just thank you so much that you came. You came and you saved us because we absolutely could not have done it on our own. Um, we were so hopeless without you. But Jesus, you came. And you changed our lives, and I just thank you and praise you just that you see us and you are with us. And I pray that you would just bless this time, God, and that you would just be high and lifted up in all of this. And we pray for our friends, Lord, who haven't been able to make it tonight, God, that you would bless them, Lord, and just provide for them and minister to them, Lord, in the ways that they need Jesus. We love you. Amen. All right. <clears throat> I'm so sorry if I clear my throat a hundred times, but anyways, um, tonight I want to talk to you about hope. Um, I find the message of hope to be one we need to be reminded of, at least I know I do, and not just at Christmas time, but all of the time. Um, tonight I'm just doing a short devotional on hope, and if you'd like to study the topic deeper, I have included a collection of Bible verses on that paper that talk about hope. And that was like 10, 10 scripture references, but there's a lot. Um, if you ever want to do a word study on hope, it's awesome. So <clears throat> to start off, I thought we would answer the question, what is hope? On your paper, you can see that gotquestions.com describes hope as a mental focus or feeling of anticipation regarding a future outcome, either of something we want to happen or wish to be true, or something we don't want to happen or be true. So the opposite of hope could be defined as to be in despair or have disbelief. So we're going to look at four ways um, that can tempt us to lose hope or to have a misplaced hope. The first one is trials right? Trials tempt us to lose hope. Perhaps it's the loss of a loved one or the loss of finances, or maybe there's broken and strained relationships in your life. And sometimes this is no fault of our own. We live in a world that's broken by sin. The second way that we can lose hope is when we forget God's grace or we try to earn his grace. We think that God's not fair. Maybe we don't say it out loud, but we believe in our hearts that we deserve his blessing or that we don't deserve the trial that we're in. We may act and feel that God owes us one or that he's unfair to bless somebody else, but not me. We can believe the ancient lie that started at the beginning of creation with the first man and woman, the lie that says, God is withholding from me. Another way we can lose hope is when we judge God's goodness based on our circumstances instead of the cross. 
We think things like, if God is really good, why am I suffering? If God is really good, why are people hurting? If God is really good, why won't he give me what I need? If God is really good, why is this so hard? If God is really good, why won't he do something? The fourth way that we can lose hope is when we forget eternity. Our life was never meant to be in the here and now. And even though it can be hard, this is all temporary. It's all going to pass away. So where is our true home? So what do we do? How do we find true and lasting hope? In spite of trials, doubting God's goodness and his grace, and forgetting our future hope, eternity with him, let's look at five things to remember. First, we remember Jesus. We fix our eyes on Jesus. We pray with faith. In Romans 8, 24 to 26, it says, We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't have yet, we must patiently wait confidently. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. Second, we remember that in our trials, Romans 8, 37 to 39 says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Third, we remember his grace and what it means. When I think God owes me something, then I'm forgetting his grace, right? We're forgetting the salvation that he's already given us. Because of his mercy and his grace, he saves us. And because of his mercy and grace, he blesses us. Ephesians 2 verses 4 to 5 say, But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. Fourth, we remember his goodness. Romans 5, 8 says, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And finally, we remember eternity. This life is not the end. This world will pass away. So what are we living for? In 2 Corinthians 4, verses 16 to 18, it says, Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal way of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And Philippians 3.20 says, But we are citizens of heaven 
where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. And we eagerly, we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior. He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own, using the same power with which he will bring everything under his control. Praise God, this is not our home. So let's live for our true citizenship, which is heaven. In closing, here are some practical ways to have hope. First off, pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you fix your gaze on Jesus. Ask other people to pray for you. Seek out godly women and ask them to pray for you. The body of Christ is a gift from Jesus. Keep praying that God will provide you godly women and keep seeking godly fellowship. It's absolutely worth it. Secondly, read your Bible. Get to know Jesus. Fill your heart with his wonderful truths and ask God to give you a hunger and an understanding of his word. He's faithful. Third, be thankful. Now stop for a minute. Like, I want you guys to really think about this. The very presence of God is right here in this very room with us, Emmanuel, God. Praise Jesus for what he has done in saving you. Be thankful and praise him for what he is doing and praise him for what he will be faithful to do. One day he will make all things new. He will restore all the brokenness, broken bodies, broken relationships. And one day we will behold him with our very eyes. We must remember our hope is found in the finished work of Jesus. As Christmas approaches, we look back and we remember Jesus. We thank him for coming as a lowly a baby born in a lowly manger. Thank God that Jesus came to be, as John the Baptist said, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And thank Jesus that he died and rose again for me and for you. He paid the debt of our sin, and he gave us a citizenship in heaven. When we are thankful for what God has done in the past, it strengthens our hope for what he will do in the future. In closing, 1 Peter 1.3 is one of my favorite verses, and it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. All right, I'm going to close us in prayer. Okay, Jesus, I just... I thank you, God. I thank you that um, as Christmas comes and we do look back, we look back to the fact that you came um, as a baby to save us. You came and you lived this life and you were crucified and you rose again and you know exactly what we go through because you became man. And you didn't have to do it, but you did it because you are the only way. You're the only way, Jesus, to heaven. And we just, I don't know, I just want to ask that we would behold you. 
that, Lord, you would help us to fix our eyes on you because you are so, um, you're so big, but you're so personal and you love us so much, God. Um, I thank you, God, that we don't have to clean ourselves up, Lord, to belong to you. That's the work you do because you are a good and faithful and mighty, amazing God. And I just ask that we would just, in the busyness or the maybe the sadness that comes with Christmas time, or um, I don't know, the hopelessness that I think sometimes we can feel with the weight of this world. Maybe Christmas isn't always the happiest time, Lord, but I pray for anybody that feels that way, God, that you would minister to them, Jesus, that you would bring healing and that you would bring hope and peace and joy, God, in the midst of it you would work miracles in that, God, that you would redeem, redeem broken relationships, God, that you would bring healing to broken bodies. But God, I thank you that we can trust you, Jesus. Thank you for your word, and thank you that you love us, and thank you for these ladies, God. I just pray that they would be women who love you, who love your word, and just put all of their hope in you, God. Thank you that you will never fail us. We just love you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen.